I think you kind of answered some of my other questions, like what characteristics do you think someone who wants to be successful should have? I think you kind of said, like, just get up. Do Hard work. work, you know, budgeting, sacrifice, and that, that kind of thing. And then I guess I know you talked a lot about your goals, and you said that you're kind of, you know, you have some goals that you haven't quite reached yet, and you may not reach it till you know, next year or depending on, you know, your projections. So I wanted to ask you where you see yourself in five years. You know, that's the question. I hate to sound so cliche, but that's always the question, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? They ask you at like a job interview or something, but I'm curious. You know, in five years, I just see myself, you know, almost managing multi, you know, multiple businesses um, and, and just buying, you know, essentially it's going to be, you know, a little portfolio of businesses that I manage um, and then move all the money into re buying real estate, you know, and then maybe partnering on, on beginning deals or doing some consulting work as well. So just multiple, you know, whether that's, whether that's a couple franchises, a cigar shop, like landscaping, I buy, you know, whatever it is, you know, that's what I see myself five years. And um, what would you say that you do often to challenge yourself? I, I do, you know, like, I think, I think like when I go to the gym, it goes back to like when I'm running on the treadmill or doing the stair stepper or lifting weights, I'm, I'm pushing myself. Every set I do, I'm pushing myself. So I think if I'm constantly doing that, that's just how I move. So that's the same thing when I'm out cutting grass, I'm hustling. I'm not, I'm not like I'm efficient. Um, grinding so that we can bang out three more that day. And that's that much more profit that day. That's that much more profit that week, et cetera, et cetera. You're always squeezing everything. So basically trying to meet a lot of short-term goals in a small period of time so that you can accomplish other things. That's exactly what I do is I, I, you know, once I'm settled in and I have my mind focused on the task, I'm thinking, okay, how many, you know, how many calories can I burn in 10 minutes? What will that relate into an hour? Same thing with lawns. You know, am I, you know, I'm thinking throughout, I'm strategizing all day. I'm strategizing efficiency all, all day. Now I was, I put in some fun, I had some fun questions I wanted to ask you, but it kind of seems like you are pretty happy. I'm not going to say that you're um, pretty happy with being yourself. Not saying that this question wouldn't apply um, to you, but, I was going to say, if you could be anyone else for one day, who would you be? Just as a fun question. Did you seem pretty okay with just being Chase to me? Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I think my life, you know, obviously I'm good. But I don't know, I'd probably pick like Gary Vee or, or someone like that for just one day. Um, you know, Gary Vee or, or Jeff Bezos or something like that. And why would you want to be there for a day? Um, because Jeff Bezos is the richest guy in the world. and or one of, or whatever was. And so, and then Gary Fee just has a lot of wisdom that he has a lot of great things. I just, I probably need to be in his head for a full day to real, to understand everything. Um, How his mind works. Yeah. And so I have a full, a full spectrum on all, all that he's saying. So that kind of leads into our other question of um, a top inspirational person that you would want to talk to or have dinner with. I like to have dinner. So I would probably do either again, Gary V or some sort or, or, 
or whoever owns like the most real estate in the world, a, a single person, someone like that. Um, cause really, really, you know, the sales part would come out of me like, okay, well, we're going to have one dinner, but I'm going to, I'm going to sell him to make sure he likes me and that we can, you know, I'm going to subcon, I'm not going to sell him, but I'm going to subconsciously make sure he likes me somehow get contact info with his team or whatever. So we can keep building on something. Is there someone you've already met that you admire? Anybody? Like any uh, motivational person or just celebrity or anybody that you've actually met um, or business owner that you were like, oh, wow, you actually got some good information from or something? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of guys that, you know, older guys, whether it's in my BNI group or, um, or, um, you know, just older, older, like my friend's dads that now they don't own any companies or anything, but a lot of them have good advice and they're, and they're either really good salesmen or, or that kind of thing. So, but I can't think of anyone off the top of my head right now. Okay. I didn't know if maybe you've actually met one of these inspirational speakers that you look up to or anything like that. No, because I don't, I don't want to pay for any event. I don't want to pay for anyone's course. I don't want to pay for anyone. I just, I, I can get the, you know, I'll get, I'll take what, what's free and then I'll do my own thing on top of that. I agree. That's, I learned from a lot of free webinars and yeah, they're always selling something at the end, but I learned so much throughout the webinar that it's, there's so much free knowledge out there. If you just kind of pieced it together and, so I think some people need to realize that what they're doing is exactly what you're doing. They're just a little further than you. You know what I mean? It's, it's just their experience um, and explanation and what they did on their way to success that they're selling you that you can figure out on your own and sell your own, you know, tips to success if you want. And you don't have to pay for somebody else's. So one of the things, um, so I do, I guess I want to get to, so well, some of my rapid questions are at the end, but I did have some fun questions and then just some questions that I thought were important. I wanted to ask you some of your core business values. Okay. So a core business value, I always like, this is, this is where I think one of my strengths is, is running numbers and, and really like, like just, just strategizing your business um, pretty well. So like we, whatever I do, I always make sure I have profit. You know, I'm always making profit. Like I always, you know, I mean, you, I could go a million ways with this, but a core business value is before I do a job, before I start a service, before I add an additional service, I'm running the numbers um, on everything. So I know all the details. And nowadays, like I can do a lot of it just in my head. I know, but in the beginning I wrote it out so you can visualize, you know, see it and do that a couple of times and eventually it just becomes in your head. But just running numbers before you do anything, um, not stretching anything too far, you know, um, just, just being prepared before you make a business move. I'm always, I've always been pretty good at like preparing before, you know, I'm going to finance a truck in a couple weeks. So what am I going to do now? I'm going to pull my credit report, make sure everything's correct, make sure everything's perfect. So when I go to financing, I know, I know my deal, you know? So just being prepared, being one step ahead so that you're not, surprised or caught off guard by something and that you know could mess up your goal or your plan that you're trying to achieve basically just right. being really prepared right um so how would you say that you get your new hires to quickly understand some of your business values 
your vision with your business. Yeah, and that's and and that's something. Um, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not perfect at any at everything. So so um, that's something I'm still working on. I try to I try to tell my guy. I I really I really try to drill my values versus my business values about you know just keep working hard. You know, mm-hmm. try to invest some of the money you're making. Don't spend like it's. It literally starts with that. I mean, I started just like anyone else with, like I remember the day I put one dollar in my bank account. So everyone starts almost. You know, almost everyone starts. You know, with nothing and builds it into something. So I guess that would lead into my next question, which would be, what do you think that is your weakness? Yes, um, I would say I would say my weakness is distraction. I would say um, a lot of times. My weakness is sometimes it's hard for me to focus. And so that might be going to the doctors and getting Adderall or whatever. But a lot of times it's, it's sometimes it's really hard for me to focus. So um, kind of how I am, I feel like I have like ADD. I have my hands in too many baskets. Like I'll, I'll be working on Photoshop and then next thing you know, I'm making a beat and then someone wants to record a song and then someone needs a promo video. And I kind of can't, like you said, I, my problem would be I can't stay focused on one thing. So would you say you can't stay focused on one thing or sometimes you just need to regroup and kind of refocus? I need to regroup and refocus. And that's why I, you know, I have your help as well, because I'm sure we have phone conversations. You're sitting there like, what the hell is this kid talking about? And I, you know, and that I'm sure that happens because my mind's on a million different things. So, so it's it's really just taking a step back. Let's 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 okay. Let's end the conversation with banging out these two things, and then I'm sure the other you know stuff will come along down the line. Yeah, and I think that we work well together that way because I'm very um, kind of out the blue, and my brain is doing a thousand things at once. So when you're like, uh, that's how you figure stuff out. That's exactly how my work my mind works. And most people don't get that, but that's kind of how I feel like a real creative mind works. You have, It's running at a, a thousand you know, thoughts, miles a minute, and you have all these ideas and everything. And sometimes it is just like random, like, hey, I need you to, to do this, or, oh, I have this thought, and I need to help have someone help kind of create it into, you know, into reality or into a vision. And I think that's how like, most of the creative, talented, um, successful people kind of work. The, the ideas kind of just spark and and they quickly become reality through your vision. It's just that the way it sparks might be different um, than the normal person. Right. So I did want to, like I said, uh, we want to kind of try to finish this up. So I had some kind of fun questions. I just want to ask you what your favorite memory on your way to success is. Um, my favorite memory. I mean, just the, like just okay. buying. I mean. Maybe, you know, buying my truck, I, I, you know, that was a great memory. I have, a, I have lots. I mean, just yeah. again, seeing bigger projects completed and, and depositing the check in the bank account, those are great memories. I mean, yeah. um, you know, collecting, collecting checks all day is a great memory, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't, that's, that's what I like. But like, the, like, if you could think of anything off the top, like I'm trying to think of for me, like, you know, one of the key memories of like that you maybe look back on when you're, because you've been in business for five years, obviously you're way more successful than you started out at seventh grade. So maybe there's, um, is there anything that maybe you hold close? That's always the thought like, oh, I remember when I, when I picked that first check or whatever, because you said, I remember when I put my first dollar into my account. 
So is the, related with your business, is there like one memory that's like, oh yeah, when I bought that first truck, we popped a bottle of champagne, we did a little dance. Like, that, I guess that's what I'm kind of looking for, something that maybe you always go back on, like, you know, to remind yourself of how far you actually came. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know, there's there's not many... There's not many times in my brain when I'm thinking back to anything specific. It's I'm always going forward. But I, I would say I haven't forgot the day where I went to Malvern Federal Bank and deposited my first dollar. I mean, I had a $1 bill I deposited when I was like like four or five or six. I don't even know how old I was. But I, I would say I never forgot that memory. You know, I never forgot the day I got my tr- you know, my first truck. My, you know, I bought the zero turn. Those kind of, you know, basic stuff. I think that's really cool that you said you're always looking forward. So although you have a lot of successful moments and memories in your time that you, you know, that you have, um, you, like you said, you're always looking forward, which I think is key. So although you, you know, there may be failure in there, there may be a lot of success. It's all kind of mixed together. And um, instead of kind of looking back on or dwelling on any of that or any of that nature, it seems like you're constantly just looking at the next step like almost like in a chess game, kind of like one step ahead. How can I be prepared for this? How can I reach this goal? And it's never kind of a looking back on um, past experience. It's kind of, it looks like to me, it's all about creating new experiences, learning more, growing with you, and just continuously moving forward. And I think that um, by you saying that is important because all of us, I think, need a little bit of that. Our mind is a powerful thing, and if we continue to look forward instead of looking backward, I think that we could continue moving forward. So I think that maybe that's one thing that keeps you your momentum going, because in your mind, you're always looking forward to the next move. You're not really... I'm always moving forward, exactly. So um, the other one I had, which I know you said it's kind of hard because you're not really looking back, but... Is there is there a funny memory? Anything that happened at work or something that's funny that you? Yeah, there was there was this one time where you know I had my buddy Evan working for me, um, and we you know it was obviously it was a long day. It was like four p.m. and we still had a whole project to go do, um, and I'm driving up this hill and the, the trailer became unhitched, so it became unhitched. But it has but it has chains, so this thing's dragging. <laughs> So it's still, and luckily we're going uphill. So I stop and I'm like, okay, well, we need to, we need to unhook this trailer, you know, put a block behind it so it won't roll down the hill when we unhook it. And then we got to rehook it and everything. So I'm, I'm, you know, you know, when, and this is another thing you'll notice between when I'm on a podcast or having a business or a work conversation, I get into a different mode and it's just boom, 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 boom. Versus like if I'm at dinner or whatever, you know, just hanging out. Um, but so essentially I'm already, you know, pressurized. So I'm like, I'm already pissed. Obviously the trailer's going off the damn truck. So anyways, he, he grabs, he grabs this block that you put behind the, the wheel and he puts it in front of the wheel. So, and I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like I'm unhooking this thing, jacking it up and all this kind of thing. And I'm, I'm like, Hey, I just need you to do the one thing. Boom. Put it right there. She's like, okay, I got it, I got it. He goes in, just throws it right down. And before I unhook this thing, I look at him and he, cause yeah, he looks and he's like, what are you, what are you, I was like, dude, what are you doing? So he, he was like, oh shit. So he, he ended up putting the thing the wrong way. I'm like, dude, it was just as simple as, you know, that was a funny matter. We, we, we laugh about that all the time. Um, and then there's, just, there's, there's snow stuff when we're out there, 
doing snow, there's always funny conversations and stuff like that. I can't, it's lucky that you noticed that before you unhooked it or the whole thing would have went down. Oh my gosh, there was another one. I probably shouldn't be saying this on a podcast, but with this same damn trailer, I still have this trailer. Me and my buddy Mike were working, and it, it was my first trailer I ever bought, so it's old, and it's a Lowe's trailer, so it's just a homeowner thing. We're, we're pulling a load from this property over to the dump, and I swear you not, we're in my neighborhood, Windsor Rage, and I'm driving this, um, this truck, and he's looking in the rearview mirror. It's, pretty, it's a sketchy trailer because it's old. He's like, dude, the wheel's about to fall off. And we knew it was it was getting to its limits, but I we both look you know I'm driving I look over and the wheel of the trailer comes flying off the the, the trailer and pass it's it's like in a movie we slow <laughs> down I stop the truck I'm like what the hell and this tire's dry like rolling through the front lawns. It goes to these bushes. I'm just like, what the hell? So we had the road blocked off. We had to get a dump. We had to get a, uh, a tow truck to get it. It was just, and I had like, I had to leave for the airport the, the next day or something. It was a, it was a mess. I think that's pretty funny because I know that we all experience some crazy things on the way to success. And it's, and what I want to show people definitely on an interview like this is that it's not always going to be easy. Things happen and they're, you know, one thing that I've always learned is troubles are already on its way. It's all about how you handle it. So, you know, funny times like that where things have happened and you still, and it's, you know, you can laugh at it now when of course you were like, you know, pissed and probably freaking out then. I think that those are the, the greatest um, teachers or experiences in life because, it's like great memories and also you learn, just learn from those kind of things. So back to like, uh, you know, the memories thing, I guess the, the last one um, as far as like memories go would be, I guess, was name a time where like something happened where things didn't go as planned and you had to kind of improvise on how you handled like a stressful situation. Yeah, and, and that happens every week um, with almost every project. Things don't go as quick as I planned. Things get slowed down. There's extra work. The client wants this. The client wants that. I just – and I'm good. And I think contractors, I feel like, are good at this. Um, they can fix things on a dime. They can reorganize things. And it's most of it's all in my head. But um, there's, there's, like, a lot of things that, that you know, I, I – let me just think what I was going to say here. So, yeah, I mean – There'll be, there'll be extra projects. There'll be like, like a neighbor will come out and just say, you know, oh, can I get the same thing that I want done this? I need it done this week because we're doing the neighbors. So we got to reorganize all the lawns that week, the other projects we have scheduled. And that's when we start working until dark, that kind of thing. And then like how you handle a stressful situation. So that say that, that, you know, speak on an actual experience where maybe that's so, happened. Yeah, so that when the tire fell off, that's an extremely step stressful situation. So, if I just I go into execution mode, I say, okay, what are my options? We pick the best option. Tow truck. Let's get the tow truck out here as soon as possible. Let's okay. Where are we going to put this trailer? Because I didn't have a shop at the time. So, where are we going to get the parts? Okay, let's schedule to go get the. You know what I mean? And it just and it goes. You go into execution mode. So these are just like my final questions that I had just to kind of get to know a little bit about you and not just about your business. 
So I just wanted to know some of your personal hobbies or other talents or things that you might want to pursue. I know you said that you you, you have a Harley Davidson, so you travel a lot. So I kind of wanted to touch on that, like, you know, what your what your hobbies are, some other things that you would like to pursue, or maybe there's some talents of, I know you want to pursue podcasts, doing um, some more podcasts and things of that nature, so... Yeah, I mean, some things I do in my free time is I, you know, I have a Harley Davidson. I love to ride. Um, I love going to the gym and I love going out to eat. My favorite thing is going out to eat to steakhouses, which obviously is not the best habit or, or passion to have. But that is my favorite thing to do is go out to steakhouses um, and eat as much food as I can. Um, and then I also I'm a competitive shotgun shooter. So I, I compete in Olympic trap shooting. Um, and for the past four years, we have traveled, my team and I, we've traveled from, uh, we've gone to Italy, Germany, Colorado, Canada, Florida, Texas, Arizona. I mean, there's there's a bunch of states. Um, I was in Colorado in August. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's that. And we can get more into that like another podcast, but that's some of the stuff I do um, all my free time. I like so, to with my dog, Tiger, um, and that kind of thing. What kind of dog? He is, he's, he's a mutt. He is, um, he's terrier, border collie, and like a part, you know, um, boxer, pit bull type thing. He's brindle. And so when we got him, he had a lot of orange on him. So that's why his name's Tiger. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, back to traveling. I know you said you travel a lot. I just wanted to ask you where, um, where you've traveled and maybe your favorite, some of the places you've traveled, which you kind of explained. Um, and maybe your favorite place and why? My favorite place, you know, I, there's a couple places. I mean, I like, you know, my top three, would. I've been to uh, Waikiki Beach in, in Honolulu, Hawaii. I've been to Italy, um, like northern Italy and, and Munich, Germany. And so my favorite place was probably Hawaii. It's it's amazing there. Um, I mean, I'm going to buy a house there. What's that? I've been to Honolulu. Okay, so is I mean it's it's remarkable. Have you ever been to Kauai out there? That's where I want to go next. No, we're gonna plan our next one is is Maui, and then we're gonna go back to Waikiki. Um, I definitely would agree on that. I've been to many places, and I can say I felt like Hawaii is where Jurassic Park started. <laughs> like that's yeah, where we did was the four wheelers <laughs> through the Jurassic Park area and all that stuff. Oh, I wish I would have been able to do. That sounds really cool, and I really appreciate you for sharing all this stuff with me. I guess I, one of you know, but the last personal question that I want to know was what was the craziest thing you've ever bought with some of your money from your success? You seem like you kind of don't really do anything like that, but I wonder if there was ever a time where you kind of went a little crazy. Yeah, the craziest thing I would say is the Harley Davidson. I'm I am not allowed in my household to have a motorcycle, but I I still went out and bought a motorcycle and I keep it in my garage. So that's definitely <laughs> the craziest thing I did. And how often would you say you actually ride it? I would probably I, I ride it you know on average during the season every other week or or just I try to if we end early one day, which is very rare, I'll take it to the post office to the bank, and then on the weekends I'll I'll take it out for a little ride. And then um, real quick, back to the travel. Um, this is one thing that I think is really important um, with being successful. I was going to say, how important do you think travel actually is to being successful? I think, I think travel 
puts a whole different mindset in or a whole different thought process with, with people. Um, you get, you get used to uncomfortable situations or, or, you know, learning new, completely new things, going to different places, learning different cultures. So I think, you know, but if you don't have the money, then don't travel. But if, you know, if you can swing it and, and um, do it, then I would definitely, I would, and, and vacation is, is important too. Setting out chunks of time where you're not doing anything. It revises, it, it, you know, puts you in a whole different mindset. So when you get back to work, this is what I've noticed too recently is I might switch my business to only working from seven to seven or, or doing only because it, it, your efficiency goes through the roof. So, so I've been looking into that and doing like certain things like that. So that's definitely, definitely travels important. So basically kind of don't burn yourself out. You always need some time to kind of disconnect from the world in right. order to kind of refocus so that you can give your best work to whatever it is that you Exactly. And my final, just like to, you know, follow up this whole interview question would just say that I'm sure everybody who's listening to this would want to know you're 18 years old. You have your own business. You've been in business for five years. You started in seventh grade. You've come a long way. What is some advice you can give for someone trying to start their own business today? What is the, you know, the main thing that you would tell them? And this is always hard advice because it depends what business you're in and what situation you're in. And, and there's a million different things, but I would, I would tell them to listen to my story about, okay, what did I do first? Run the numbers, make sure it's profitable. Um, you know, start with minimal stuff, minimal, minimal stuff. Um, and then, and then kind of grow that into, um, some, so, I mean, like, like you gotta have, what are you going to provide? You're going to have to, you're going to have to figure out, you know, the cheapest ways to bring in people through the door. And in the beginning, it's going to be extremely hard, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's what I would, I guess that's good advice. Um, there's, there, it's hard to get it started in the beginning, but you got to figure out, okay, what's my service? How much money am I going to make on this? And, and how am I going to bring people to give me a call to schedule this or, or to plan? It? And you have to know, you have, you have to be confident. Number one about it, be confident. People aren't, you know, you're, they're not going to call you and, and help you through your service this is what you provide. This is what I know how to do, or this is my product. This is what it does, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You have to have, be prepared and, and be ready to tackle that, that sale. I think that's really great advice, Chase. And you answered all my questions and some and left me with even more questions, which I'm sure maybe we can always do. Another time. You know, um, but I just want to thank you so much for allowing me to pick your brain for, you know, this hour and some change that we have talked. I think that you touched on a lot of key things that are really important for people to learn. Um, and I'm really hoping that this will help reach some, you know, people that are trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do and help them along the way a little bit with a little bit of your story. Exactly. And I thank you um, for, for, coming up with all these questions and, and taking the time and patience, which is key to interview me.